Hi, my name is Benala Sarami. I'm the host to the Pharmacogenomics for Pharmacists podcast on one of the largest pharmacy podcast network. When I was a student in pharmacy school, I was doing research with Washington University, going to people's homes that are age over 65 who are homebound, looking at all their medications. And I realized all these patients are on the same medications, but they have different side effects or advantages to them. So when I stumbled upon pharmacogenomics, I realized that was the missing piece of why everyone was acting different with the medication. It's all the genetic. So I'm a pharmacogenomics coach and I'm also a medical science liaison for a pharmacogenomics company. I create content on pharmacogenomics, educating providers and sales rep to provide more information on the value of pharmacogenomics and implementation of that piece. If you're looking for a pharmacogenomics coach, I can be reached on LinkedIn and also to listen on PGX for Pharmacists podcasts on Apple, Spotify and all the social media platforms as well. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, we return with the Farm Grad Wishlist Podcast. This is a special group, passionate pharmacy professionals out there helping others, future pharmacists. They are a group of practicing pharmacists throughout the United States who have organized a mutual aid movement entitled the Farm Grad Wishlist. Please follow them on Twitter and Instagram. They aim to support emerging pharmacist trainees who have identified as BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and persons of color, people who identify as Black, American, Indian, Alaska, Native, and underrepresented in the pharmacy profession who we want to support. And now, here's your host, Dr. Carolyn Coe, Emergency Medicine and Critical Care Pharmacist Specialist. Take it away, Carolyn. Thanks, Todd, for the introduction. So I wanted to provide a little bit of background on the Farm Grad Fishlist Initiative. This was inspired by a similar initiative um, from our physician colleagues called the MedGrad Wishlist. And essentially what it is, is a movement started by a group of 10 practicing pharmacists from clinical practice and academia from across the country. And we came together as a leadership and advisory team to create um, a mission and a vision and a process for um, enrolling sponsees from historically marginalized racial and ethnic groups, such as Black, Hispanic, Latinx, and American Indian or Alaska Native. Um, Since pharmacists from all of these groups are underrepresented in the pharmacy profession. Um, And on our first podcast, um, Dr. Jacinda Abdul-Mutakabir discussed a little bit about why this is so important um, and how having an underrepresented um, pharmacist from these groups can actually perpetuate health disparities in the pharmacy profession. And so uh, we created this group, the PharmaGrad Wishlist, and um, actually established a website as well, where you can find a lot of information about how to support the initiative, including um, individual sponsees' wishlists, where you can purchase um, gifts from their Amazon wishlist and send them directly to the sponsee. Um, And we also have GoFundMe fundraisers that we set up um, randomly selecting from a lottery of um, sponsees to provide larger scale purchases, such as um, funding for moves or um, licensing fees or laptops, for example. 
So all of this information can be found on our website, which is farmgradwishlist.org. So today I wanted to introduce our first guest. We plan to have several guests joining us on this podcast over the next few months. And um, our first guest is actually Dr. Henry Adjaman. He was a sponsee of one of our GoFundMe campaigns. And um, when Dr. Betsy Hirsch and I met with him, um, we actually heard a little bit about his background and his story. And he told us that he had grown up and um, in Ghana and had gone to boarding school. And so that prompted me to ask him if boarding school was anything like it was in Harry Potter. <laughs> And so uh, Dr. Adjaman may have a response to that for you for today. Dr. Adjaman is a recent graduate of the University of Cincinnati School of Pharmacy with his Doctor of Pharmacy degree. And he is now completing his PGY1 residency at Virginia Commonwealth University and Publix. And so welcome, Dr. Adjaman. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we're so happy that you decided to participate in Farm Grad Wishlist, and our group was really excited to support you. And I know that our sponsors um, and listeners of the podcast would really love to know a little bit more about you. So could you tell us a little about yourself um, growing up, your pharmacy school, career aspirations, and anything else you want to tell us? Yeah, awesome. Um, first, I want to say a big, big thank you to our Farm Grad Wishlist. Uh, for picking me, I'm forever grateful. Uh, they really helped me out a lot in terms of uh, my moving expenses and even my licensures, which I'm yet to take the uh, NAPLEX and the MPJE for Virginia and uh, Florida. So I really want to say thank you to all the sponsors, anybody that donated, and even the sponsees on this movement. I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, to answer your question, yes, uh, I grew up in Ghana. Uh, I did most of my schooling there. So I went to uh, middle school, pre-K, high school in Ghana, the boarding school. Uh, and then after boarding school, I came to uh, United States, went to community college for two years. Then after that, I went to VCU, which is where I'm gonna be doing my residency now for my undergrad in chemistry and uh, minor in psychology. And then University of Cincinnati for uh, my doctorate degree. Now, in reference to the Harry Potter, boarding school in Ghana is nothing like Harry Potter, and I'm so glad to see Harry Potter, so I can't really, you know, speak on that part, but from what friends have told me, I don't think it's anything like that. Great. Well, um, Dr. Adjaman, can you tell us just a little bit, um, you know, what inspired you to join Farm Grad Wishlist initiative and how the um, initiative impacted you personally or professionally? So, uh, I found about Grad Wishlist uh, right after... Uh, when we graduated, and a couple of my friends, the new friends that went to UK, University of Kentucky, and they sent me a uh, text message and said, hey, man, there's this thing going on on Google Drive. You know, you should just sign up. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of emails that we get, and there's all these stuff that you sign up, and you never hear anything from them. You don't even know where it ends up at. So I was like, all right, sure, I'll give it a shot. So I filled it out and I went there. I signed up with the Amazon wish list. I had a lot of people send me a couple of gifts from there as well. Then I got the email from Fondgrad that I was a lottery winner for uh, helping with the funding. For a second, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of like too good to be true because I was really hesitant to like fill up this form right in the beginning and I get to be picked out. So I started asking my friend, I'm like, hey, you know, remember the form that we filled out? Have you guys got anything from there? And then, you know, 
they all confirmed that, yeah, they did receive some stuff from the yeah, Amazon wishlist. And I was like, okay, this is legit. I guess I can go ahead and follow up with them. So I emailed you guys back and then here we are. <laughs> so I, I, I really, really appreciate this movement. And I think uh, it's really helped a lot of my friends, not just me. I, I have friends that I speak highly of this movement. I have friends that are moving to, um, <coughs> excuse me, moving to Dallas. That I got some gets off the, uh, I was on wish list. One of my friends who she actually told us about is she's moving to uh, Arizona and she got a lot of stuff on her wish list. So I think this has really been helpful to a lot of us, uh, especially these uh, us young graduates. And I would really, really appreciate this movement. That's awesome. Yeah, we are legit. <laughs> the initiative was really hoping to, you know, directly support um, underrepresented um, graduating pharmacy pharmacists. And um, so we're really happy to hear that, you know, you benefited and also, you know, a lot of other people who have um, benefited as well from pharmacist generosity. I know we in the leadership team were really blown away by um, the generosity of the, all of the pharmacists um, through the Twitter community and through everywhere else. So that's great. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll say uh, since I became part of this movement, like even the love that I've, I don't even go on Twitter that much. I only put my Twitter handle on there. And even just the love that I've received from my like, other pharmacists that I've been in the job for for a long time has just been ridiculous. It just never saw that coming. So definitely appreciate this movement. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's a really great community on on uh, Twitter RX. Well, um, our next question for you: um, Who or what um, is your biggest inspiration as you move forward in your pharmacy career? I would say family. Family is number one. Funny story. So uh, the idea about pharmacy came to me when uh, I was sitting at the dining table with my dad after I graduated pharmacy uh, college, my undergrad, and then wanted to do more than just have a, the bachelor's degree. So uh, we talked about you know what I could do and whatnot, and he just kind of like casually mentioned that we looked into pharmacy, and I uh, said, you know what, maybe I'll take a look at it. So I started doing a little research, then I found out that my uh, my mentor. Uh, Joseph uh, Jerome Kelly, who used to do some works with the FDA, and also my uh, undergrad professor, Dr. Honeycutt, both had ties to the University of Cincinnati, and I had talked to them about, you know, what I wanted to do after that. So she being a chemistry PhD holder, my uh, mentor being doing some work with the FDA, uh, they kind of like play a vital role in my life when I was growing up. So when I when I talked to them about pharmacy, they definitely encouraged me to do it if I wanted to do it. So I applied, and uh, they kind of supported me throughout the whole you know process and all that. And then fast forward four years now, I'm here. So I kind of like you know get a lot of inspirations from family and friends because being here for the last decade, it's just very awesome to get this kind of like help from people from the. Uh, from close by. Also, uh, one uh, one thing that also inspires me a lot is that I want to be a great pharmacist for my late grandparents as well. Because uh, they, they took care of me when I was a kid, they helped grow me up and all that. So definitely want to be uh, be great for them as well. That's awesome. Yeah, mentors are just so important and uh, definitely help to inspire you and and challenge you to do things that you might not have otherwise thought of. So. So, um, Dr. Adjman, now that you're a successfully graduated pharmacist, if you had three pieces of advice um, for pharmacy students who are going through school right now, um, what would those pieces of advice be? 
Number one, do not procrastinate. I feel like we hear that a lot. I feel like I heard that when I was in like probably middle school and college, and it's just like you don't pay attention because like oh whatever. But trust me, do not procrastinate. Uh, there's a lot of things that I wish I could take back <laughs> just from procrastinating. So that would be my number one advice to any upcoming uh, pharmacy students. Uh, number two, um, definitely uh, build a strong study habits. So a lot of people that uh, come to pharmacy school had a different, I myself personally had a different study habits when I was an undergrad, and it's totally different when you go to grad school. So definitely develop a study habits, build study groups, you know, if you like studying with friends, uh, the study group that I built when I was in first year, I not like my best friends, we all know what each other is doing, we have like group messages together, and it kind of like really helped me because Again, I went to Ohio from out of state, didn't know anybody in Ohio. These little study groups kind of like helped me feel like I was part of the program and I was part of the place. So definitely find like a little small cycle. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, have fun, you know, enjoy, enjoy the process, enjoy what you've been told or what you've been, what you've been studying. And also, you know, just overall, whatever you learn in the classroom, take it out there, impact a lot of people in the community because a lot of people need that. And just listen to your professors, man. <laughs> professors have a lot of wisdom, but you know, there's a lot of other lessons that you learn during pharmacy school to, as well. And, uh, right, right, yeah, absolutely, yeah. The procrastination one, though, I mean, that that just never goes away. So <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they hear me so different. I didn't think it was a thing, but there's days where I'm like, I should have started this early, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you always tell people, it's like every time somebody asks you for advice, you tell them to not procrastinate and you saw the other side of you, it was just the same thing, so. Yeah, it's a really hard <laughs> habit to break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. you're successfully through, so you've, you've obviously developed a good study habits and um, all of that, which will help you for your the rest of your career too. There's just something I found out. I don't think it's really going to kill procrastination, but if you definitely do like uh, press the deadlines, uh, a couple of my friends introduced me to that, and I think kind of like helped them a little bit. So, you know, maybe set personal deadlines, or probably the actual deadlines, and maybe that can help help you uh, battle procrastination a little bit. But it's not going to cure it. <laughs> That's a great piece of advice, though. for sure. Um, all right, so as you enter the profession now, um, so what excites you the most about the future of pharmacy? Um, and if you can think of anything, um, what do you want current pharmacists or non-pharmacists who may be listening to our podcast um, to know about where pharmacy is going? Uh, I, think, uh, I think pharmacy has evolved a lot, has become very known. And I hate to say this, but I feel like COVID actually opened the community a lot to realize the importance of having pharmacists in our community. Uh, I myself played a kind of like a, a you know, front of the line role in terms of immunization when it came to uh, the COVID vaccines. And it's just the amount of uh, acceptance we got from the community prior to COVID totally changed after uh, COVID hit. So I think uh, pharmacists are becoming a very vital role in our community. Uh, they're helping a lot of patients uh, in terms of medication adherence. There's also becoming some more of like a wider of access healthcare, providing convenient clinical care to patients outside the community. Because if you think about it, pharmacists is one of the very 
people or very healthcare professionals you see outside of the doctor's office or outside of hospitals. So pharmacy is becoming like a one-stop go. There's a lot of pharmacy places that you can go get blood work done, I mean, like get glucose testing, you can get immunizations, you can get travel advice and stuff like that. And, you know, pharmacogenomics is coming as well. And I know a lot of pharmacies are beginning to do these testing that can help patients, you know, or can help us predict how patients are going to respond to certain drugs and how to tailor those treatments. So I think pharmacy is, is, is going pretty high, it's going to the moon. And I think, uh, as pharmacists, the least we can do is be there for our patients and help them guide them to a better health. Yeah, definitely. Pharmacy to the moon. <laughs> it's like a Buzz Lightyear reference. Dr. Edgman, thanks so much for sharing um, so much about, you know, what excites you about the profession and your background and everything. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners of this podcast? Uh, definitely, I want to say again, can't thank, I can't thank you guys enough. Definitely appreciate the uh, Farm Grant Wish List movement. Uh, thank you to Twitter RX. Uh, I've been learning a lot from there too. Uh, thank you to everybody that's been listening, supporting us, young grads, and even promoting the pharmacy profession. You know, you guys are the reason why every now and then small or young individuals like us you know, see the future in this profession. And that's why we want to get into it. So I want to say a big thank you to everybody that was before us. And also, I also want to use this opportunity to say uh, good luck to all my sponsees. Good luck to everybody that graduated this year. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that you hear, but I think we got this and uh, we are going to be fine. Yeah, you got this for sure. <laughs> We're, we're so excited to see, um, you know, what you do in the profession. We know it will be amazing um, and we'll be inspired by all of you. So we're so excited to have um, had the chance to, you know, develop this movement and um, support so many of you. And um, so thank you so much for joining us. Also, uh, also to Pharmacy, National Pharmacy Podcast. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for letting me share my story. Sincerely, I appreciate it. Uh, I listened to the first episode, so it was really good. So I'm glad I was part of this. Uh, also, to all pharmacists out there, continue to be awesome to your patients. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Dr. Adjaman, for coming on our podcast and being our first interviewee. Um, we hope to share a few more stories from other sponsees over the next few months. And um, so if you are you know, interested in helping to support um, the next generation of pharmacists who are graduating from underrepresented backgrounds and really making a huge impact on the profession, um, please do visit our website, farmgradwishlist.org. And there you will find um, actually all of our podcast episodes will be there along with a blog. Um, our sponsee wish lists are there as well. So you can find individual Amazon wish lists to support individual sponsees directly. And then we also have a link to our current GoFundMe campaign. And so you can also choose to support that way as well. Um, but I would really like to thank all of the leadership team and advisory team that we have at Farm Grad Wishlist. And um, we hope to bring you more podcasts soon. Thank you.